Okay, so we are, hi, we're recording this, and uh, just like an hour ago, uh, Nicole Byer, so it's Sunday afternoon, Nicole Byer is live tweeting a disaster of an Uber ride. (laughs) Uh, Allow me to read this uh, from 1214 on May 15th. My Uber driver just asked me, are you ovulating? Are you craving a baby? Then he asked, are you an erotic person? Then he said, we can go to a strip club and take a girl home and take advantage of her. Do you like women or do you like pounding? How do I tuck and roll out of this car? <laughs> and then and then he said, I was in Papa John's with a girl, performed fellatio within 30 seconds. And then he and then she goes, he said he liked glory holes, and I told public glory holes are pretty gay-centric, and he got mad and turned the music up so loud. So I think I won. <laughs> and so this was all an hour ago, and then uh, so the hour goes by. Um, he just asked me, are you going to order a masseuse when you, to your residence with the creepiest smile? Now he's trying to guess what I do and is mad. I won't tell him. Wait, she's in an hour long Uber. Yeah. Well, I guess so. Or, or this was an hour ago. And I just, I was like, Hey, could you feel free to bookend this? So you don't end up in a lime pit and we all have to go search for you. <laughs> so, um, I have not yet heard, but, uh, Everybody, check in with the Cole Buyer, previous sure. comic of the week. Yes. And uh, good morning or afternoon or whatever day it is. It's I afternoon. I, I oh, came from Seattle. God. Where did you come from? New York. New and York City. My, my last set last night started like at midnight, and uh, I had an 8 a.m. flight. Oh, God, I feel awful. I oh did God, I for the exit row. That's an extra $80. Ooh. Yeah. On JetBlue or... Blue, but I had okay. some nice leg room, so that helped me a little bit. But yeah, I just I was bad. Yeah, I uh, my show I did the Upper Left Fest, uh, Seattle, mm-hmm. which uh, they're very interested in having you next year. And okay. um, this was their first year, and they did three days, and they had like three different venues, and um, maybe two two big venues, and then. Uh, but they were, and they did that thing that Bridgetown did where they, they planned daytime things if you wanted to hang out. Oh, cool. So the so first day. all the comics staying like in one hotel and stuff? Well, it was just, and it was, it was, uh, yes. Uh, and they paid all the comics, including the comics who, who came from out of town who weren't headlining. Cool. And they paid everybody. And um, uh, Ron Lynch and I were, were the the big headliners oh nice so we got to hang out a little bit and that was super fun because i love ron lynch and Mm -hmm. then scar brothers were over at the crocodile so i ended up having that's cool i had lunch yesterday actually with uh jay sklar and jeffrey baldinger who was featuring for them oh right on randy was hanging out with his own wife Mm -hmm. and then uh, i guess erica rhodes was over at the chili dog uh david angela Oh, okay. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So Erica Rose was over there, but we, I didn't get to talk to her, but, um, but I got to hang out with like Andy Main was there. Andy. What? Oh, right? nice. yes. Andy LaMaine. And, uh, what about, uh, was Kermit or any of this? Yeah. I didn't, 
no, I didn't see Kermit. And I had just done Crocodile a couple of months ago and hung out with Kermit. So um, I felt bad that I didn't call him this time. But I did talk to a friend of mine from college who lives there. And yeah. there was a big, there was a big um, pro-choice rally. Oh, um, oh yeah. A busy weekend. Yeah, you had a busy week uh, getting brought up yeah. by the bad guy, the good guys, the bad guys. And then the good guys thought... That uh, Dean Obladia dude, or whatever the fuck his oh, name no. is. Obladia. Obladia. Yeah. Obladia. Obladia. <laughs> Dean. Anyway, stop. Oh, my God. Feel I've known Dean for, for, for a long time. So it's okay. okay. But, um, and he's a good guy, but he shouldn't have. He, he just. Oh, he really, yeah, he really I, I wasn't. The fire. Well, let's just. Yeah. Um, uh, he did write a. So I did MSNBC. When did did I tell you I was doing MSNBC last podcast? No, I don't think so. But I knew that you had done it before. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was just kind of a casual. Here's the topic. So I wrote some jokes on the topics, which is what you do. It's what anyone does when they're a comic on the. They're you're the comedy relief. You're you know they had two serious people. They had Joe yep. Walsh and they had uh, Maria Therese Kumar, who's an activist. Right. Talking about abortion rights and mm -hmm. SCOTUS and all that stuff. And then they throw to the comic, who was me. Right. So and I made an abortion joke. <laughs> and um, it, and everyone thinks you're 34 years old, and it's oh. very beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, there was no commentary on Monday, Sunday night. Like, maybe one person was like, hey, I saw you on MSNBC. That was it. I didn't hear a word. Mm -hmm. And then the clip of the abortion joke um, <laughs> got posted onto Mediaite, which is this. Basically, they just they just post clips with kind of clickable headlines. So I think their headline was something where like, "Guest says she'll uh, joyfully abort." A <laughs> like, no, not guest says. It's comedian jokes, motherfucker. <laughs> Everyone needs to step. Just calm down. But, of course, that got everyone riled up, and a lot of really shitty right-wing content started posting it. Yeah. And on Facebook, and uh, Gateway Pundit, and Daily Caller, Daily Wire, da-da-da-da-da-da. And then, um, uh, so Monday, the during the day was bad. I got a ton of emails, mm -hmm. people threatening my life, people trying to dox me. Uh, someone was posting my address on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Just freaking then, uh, then, but then I, w so I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. Right. And yeah. then I yep. I wake up Tuesday morning and I have a DM from Troy Bond, who's a comic in New York. He goes, oh my God, you're my hero. You were on Hannity last night. I'm like, oh no. No. So, uh, so Hannity brought in a whole nother level of hate and shit bags yeah shit bags and threats and scary shit you know yeah yeah and he so he had he showed the clip of the joke and then his, the two people weighing in on it he had he also had a panel convened this <laughs> news comprised of panels of people that are unqualified to talk about what you're talking about is really really the death of america okay right <laughs> So his unqualified panel uh, is <laughs> Pam Bondi, the former attorney general of Florida, oh. who um did not investigate Trump's university for fraud because 
because he gave her a $25,000 campaign contribution. That's right. So she, uh, and I, as I was saying on my act, and known comedy critic. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, this woman is a zero. She's a nobody. She's not a comedian. And she's joked about God in her routine. It was, it's all like someone who's whispering in her ear. Like I think <laughs> I had God jokes two albums ago. And, and right. what you don't even, you haven't like, you, no. aren't even, you haven't listened. You don't know. And the other one was, uh, Lara Trump. Who's Eric Trump's wife. And oh, she, wow. Like, Oh, like that woman. Oh, 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 and I'm like, bitch, you can't at least say my name. If you're going to slam me, you know, <laughs> but she's too dumb to remember my name. I thought Eric Trump got divorced or something, or is this his new wife? Or? Don Jr. Got divorced Don and then Jr. Went okay. out with um, Gavin Newsom's ex and they're engaged now. But Eric Trump has been married to this idiot who used to be a, like a producer, maybe on extra or one of those shows. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't, I, that actually oh, might cost me to kill myself if I were a producer on extra. Something um, like that. Yeah. Very vile woman. And, um, uh, who knows better? I'm sure she knows better, you know, yeah. than what the, whatever she's doing. She doesn't give a fuck. So that's even worse than just being plain stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was, uh, that was just the first two days were really two or three days were really kind of like, I, I could not believe the level of hate and mm-hmm. the amount of people who actually thought that I was going to carry out this plan. Of, <laughs> right. With the, with the leaker, Republican. Yeah. With the leaker. And if the leaker was a male and a Republican that I at age 56 would get pregnant <laughs> at one night stand. And then have a joyful abortion. You are so picky about men anyway that you wouldn't even uh, the leaker. He's in his seventies. I'm gonna drive to DC and right. fuck a guy. Are you serious? <laughs> Does he swim? He doesn't. So, uh, but yeah, there was. Uh, I I spent a couple hours reporting different um, responses you. to you, Thank just you. because I was like, ugh, you're so gross. Yeah, these people were just gross. Yeah, and it's just a little ecosystem that starts to feed off of itself. Like some guy, you know, I got called a slut so many times. It it was like hilarious by (laughs) by Christians and incels. Like two different types of people hate anyone that's uh, pro choice. And and I do I will say, using the word joyfully was really the thing that set people off. Which. And it doesn't even have a hard K. You so. know what? You, you, none of the rules apply. How many <laughs> rules? Out the window. So, yeah. So I, a couple of them, I mean, I started responding to a lot of them, you know, yeah. if, and let, except one person was completely on all caps unhinged, but a lot of people were like, how could you joke about <laughs> murdering babies? And you know, it's, it, it, it makes you think, well, if they actually believe that abortion is tearing limbs and from a, a torso and beheading something, I understand why they're so angry. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, sure. you, if that's the visual, visualization in your head when you think abortion, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But they're just wrong. So yeah, yeah, that's not I'm how not, it goes. Yeah. I'm not the uh, health teacher. So <laughs> uh, 
So I, I would argue with like, well, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I think you can joke about anything and I think it's funny. And then a few people came around. Some people apologized for being assholes. One guy, I mean, I posted this on Twitter, but some people aren't on Twitter. One guy, uh, a 61 year old self-identified 61 year old, a uh, guy from Florida married, no kids. He said, my wife and I always wanted kids. And the fact that you would joke about, you know, killing a baby, you know, and what I think I feel, a great, awesome grandfather is that I can't believe it. Right. And so I said, I, I, you know what, I, I, I don't know what to say, but I think you'd probably be a great grandpa and I hope you have a good day. Right. Well, there you go. So then he emails me back. I'm not kidding. The next email he's, he goes, you seem pretty tech savvy. Um, whenever I go online, I get all these ads for gay porn and I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And, uh, so I said, well, usually like Google will give you ads on things you're already searching, but <laughs> you did it. Did you? I did, but I, I gave him an out. I said, is there someone in your house, you know, maybe a handyman or something that has access to your computer <laughs> and is searching for gay porn because, and he's like, oh, it wasn't me. I have no interest in it, but thank you. And then he never emailed me back. <laughs> oh, Finn, that's really for the best. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I had a very in-depth discussion with this lady on Instagram who, again, murdery babies, you know, and then she's like, I almost had an abortion. And it's like, I, I don't care about your story. I don't yeah. care that you're almost had and you love your kid. Okay, good for you. You know, this isn't about you then. You, right. you got to choose not to. That was your choice. I think you mm -hmm. tweeted something like that, right? So every parent, everyone who's a parent, you chose not to abort. So yep. did make a choice. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, we sort of agreed to disagree. We agreed that rapists should be murdered. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they're out of the womb. Each other. What? They're, they're not even in the womb anymore. They're actually uh, people. They're yes, actually exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but capital punishment. That's yeah. that's something that's fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, all right. Yeah. So uh, it was, you know, and then then I sh then I then I I was like, how the fuck are these people getting my email address? And then Julie Bush, who's a screenwriter I, I follow on Twitter, she's like, I think you have a contact page on your website. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I forgot. So I took it off. <laughs> I stopped instantly. Yeah. And I just locked my I locked my Facebook and my um, Twitter and Instagram, and then obviously in Twitter, it's now it's just a little, I'm just in a little, uh, under an umbrella and, uh, w with people that follow me that like me and it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, people can still message me on Instagram, I guess, but they, that is, it's calmed down quite a bit. And then I haven't yeah. been on Facebook for a while, but, um, yeah, I, I might just stay undercover for a little while longer until people move on. Cause, uh, but you, you posted my Venmo and people started Venmoing me a dollar <laughs> Venmo me quite a bit of money. And I'm like, okay, well, guess what? I will spend it on. I, I spend it on a service that does some kind of like cleanse, getting your name out of things and your yeah. contact info and what any info on you. And then, uh, I bought a home security system. So I did use <laughs> Right. Money. And then whatever's left over, I'll donate to Planned Parenthood. So uh, there you go. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. So did you get that delete me? App? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of scrubs the, it scrubs the internet of your I address, right? 
Yeah, I recommend uh, women do it. It's weird because every single person that contacted me about that app or a different one that's like it was a woman. Was oh, a yeah. Female comic or female writer going, hey, I had to do this. Okay. And uh, yeah. I'll get yeah. Yeah. I should do it just because. You should, actually. You really should. Yeah, it can't hurt. Um, um, yeah, and it's a, it costs, it's a monthly fee, you know. Okay. You know. But you can write it off. Times, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was really, I'm really glad I, I was, have been pretty vigilant about not saying my son's name and all that kind of stuff, you know. Right, because he doesn't need it. Yeah, I, I and... even went and made my ancestry private, you know. Just okay. To... <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want you knowing who my fucking great grandma was, you piece of shit. You know. Yeah, I have to go to graveyards across the nation, but other people <laughs> they just randomly dash off to Albany, wherever. <laughs> don't say it anymore. They'll find out. <laughs> yeah, too funny. Um, yeah. So, and then you went to New York. Yeah, and then it's weird. I had a couple sets in L.A. where I talked about it, and people seem to be aware. But it, you know, L.A. like some alt rooms, like everyone's sort of in in comedy or they're interested in it, so they're like they know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, like, I would start talking about it, and people would sort of acknowledge that they heard about it, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and so I had a couple jokes, uh, and then um. I went to New York and aside from one where I was walking into the stand and I heard someone go, is that her? And I was like, Oh shit, please don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but the, but the, uh, they didn't obviously. And, um, right. uh, but I, at the stand, no one, like maybe four people had heard about it. So it had already okay. blown over by at least in the zeitgeist by Saturday. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, there's always a new, there's some new thing to get, have rage or just for, for that, those people to sure. focus on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a temporary thing. I got, I got contacted by very different sets of comedians who have been targeted for various things, mm -hmm. um, who just said, you know, it'll give it a couple of days and they will forget. But when, when, you know, when it feels like everyone's, you know, Bill Cosby like, didn't talk to you, did he? No, I was just curious. Like very, yeah, very different comedians. So he didn't. Uh, no, just <laughs> different spectrums, right? Or or who I've been targeted for different things, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, yeah. So, but it is very intense the first couple days when you can't even open your email without just seeing like cascading messages, you know, saying you're horrible, sick, disgusting. Right. You're so many. So many anti-abortion people told me my mother should have aborted me. Right, that's <laughs> so like, weird. You're on my side. Like, that's my choice. I mean, she that's didn't exactly. have the option. I was born in 65, so she actually didn't have the option. But Right, uh, right. She had to have you. It was yeah. forced birth back then. Sure. So, ridiculous. Uh -huh. Yep. Well, um... Yeah, I worked out a bunch of new stuff because I I uh, I went over. There's a new club. It's been a four wall for a couple of years, but now it's we an actual the four wall. So uh, that's when you remember the one. It's it, it's it's what they call those things like in a Best Western where you where an outside person puts up a show. Oh, I see. Okay. In in their in their crazy bar. 
yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, um, triple gigs, pretty much all triple gigs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, Linda Stogner in outside of in Dallas, Dallas right? So she runs a four wall, and um, so I, uh, it was called Club Comedy, and now they have their own space, and it's it only seats ninety, less than a hundred, nice. right? Uh-huh. And but it's all a bunch of two tops, and it's super cute, and it has they're they're uh, I like what they're doing. First of all, uh, on the walls are uh, essentially old comedy albums. Yeah, but so far I've only seen three, and one was Lily Tomlin. Okay, one was Rich Richard Pryor, mm-hmm. and one was Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And it was just sort of the stats of the uh, of the album. Um, what year came out, how it did the Grammys, you know, I mean, sort of like, um, a little IMDB kind of thing. And then, um, but it, it's really, it's, it's really well put together it, and the sound is really good. And supposedly I'm going to get the, the video of that, uh, which is good. Cause I did a little bit of crowd work. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Not, I mean, not you know, my version of crowd work is me talking. It's not crowd work. It's me talking about the local town. And uh, <laughs> so you guys hear, you guys know you're in Seattle. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> you know, like the new thing is to hate on comics that put up crowd work on Instagram. Because I oh, yeah. some people are putting up, I mean, I, I put up crowd work, but they're putting up maybe not the most clever crowd, crowd work. Right, right. Put just... up something because you don't want to put your act up. I mean, what the fuck? We're all yeah, just you... trying to fill a room, motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm literally, I'm, I was just telling uh, Kyle that because of the, there's, there's a couple of lawsuits going on, right? Because of Spotify being nuts about wanting to comment comics, wanting to be paid more. Yeah. They pulled all of my albums off of Spotify. They're all gone. Right. And then, um, I don't even think staycation is on Spotify. I don't, but. See, but that doesn't affect me financially whatsoever, as far as I can tell, in terms of getting money from Spotify. Uh, I th- I thought that was one of the things that Sound Exchange paid, but uh, not a lot. It's it's nothing like like serious uh, XM but, money. I mean, it's, no, no, it's not. But thousands of spins at four cents a spin. It's four still cents, like point oh 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 four cents. Four hundredths of a cent. I, something, something, I all I know is that my my sound money has gone down super super a lot, from, and it's because my albums are off of Pandora and Spotify. Wow! And so they took Horcrux off of Pandora, and they don't want to. And now they're not accepting new comedy albums. This is horrible for comics who have are new albums serious? coming out. Yeah, they're not. And Sirius wow. isn't ex- accepting any new stuff Why? either. Why? Because of these because of these lawsuits. Uh, for spoken word money, and oh, uh, is, is worried that they're going to have to pay out more money too. I believe so. Uh, but here's the weird thing. Oh my god! Here's uh, I'm going to finish the story, which is uh, that Horcrux is considered now a new album because they took it off. So anything that they took off, yeah, uh, before now it now it would have to be resubmitted and it would be considered a new release to them. And so they will not accept, they won't look at it, even though it came out eight years ago or six years oh. ago. Or so serious, if they're playing comedy, they're playing album, only albums they've already mm-hmm. accepted. Yep. Shit. I mean, we, we got in under the wire then, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Right. 
But all this stuff, I mean, eventually will get resolved, but that's, I mean, so will, you know, injustice. So I don't, I mean, it may, <laughs> it may take a second is what I'm saying. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that really sucks. Yeah. It's really bad for the people who put off their new albums at all, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, Kyle did just check and Apple music has everything. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apple yeah, music has a, has a Apple title everywhere else that isn't those couple oh, is still you, doing stuff. If you subscribe to Apple music. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So, so you could still pay a fee someplace. It just wouldn't be Spotify or. Yeah. So why is, well, Apple, is Apple not being sued or they just are like, Hey, we got the money. Come get it or something. Don't know. Don't know. Not sure. And I don't know if, uh, I, and I believe all of my stuff is still on Amazon because it's because um, it's available streaming because you can buy the tracks. I think that that's why it's still on. Well, I, and maybe that's why Apple has, still has it because you can buy tracks. Because it's for sale too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense now. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Interesting. Well, what if Spotify started selling albums? Would they? They they might come back, but uh, that's not their that's not their their model, yeah. right? Right. So. Wow. What yeah, a, so, but uh, it's a bummer because my Horcrux album is kind of my most popular album. People love Bread, which is sort of the most sort of family-friendly one, mm -hmm. though some of the stuff on the back end of that. Anyway, all the closing, the last 10 minutes of every album of mine is always vaguely dirty because mm. I always end on a dick joke. You gotta end on a dick joke? You I end on a show. <laughs> you close on a fucking show. Right. Go home. Go go get some. Go get some. <laughs> go get some from your fella or your lady or your person. And um, yeah, so but it is too bad because I really I like that album. I that's I'm I mean I like all of my albums. Allow me to state the obvious. Are I enjoy my own comedy. How you like your albums? Because yeah. I walk off this podcast. I don't need yeah. to please storm out into the woods because you're clearly in a cabin. I'm in uh, I have the Crystalia <laughs> backdrop. I, you know, I need to, I need to kick my career up a little bit, you know? What is with that backdrop? I don't know. I thought, I just liked it. I think okay. I was making fun of his apology video because yeah. he had it was like some wood backdrop like this, but it, it is pretty nice. I mean, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's better than the fake brick, you know, I'm trying to hide my location now. Right. Oh, there you go. There you go. You got a, you have a sea monster of some it's, kind. It, it's a, a Miyazaki, I believe. Um, and, uh, wow. All right. So, so last night comedy was exhausting. I had five sets. <gasps> oh my gosh. Two at the stand and then t three at the Broadway and the Broadway is just, I love the Broadway can be great or it can just be like total, First of all, it's back. Comedy is back in New York. Mm -hmm. Shows are packed. The Broadway yeah. had on their top, the top room, they have a room upstairs and a room downstairs. Mm -hmm. And down, like downstairs is the cafeteria. They had hundreds of people in it. They, had, they were turning people away. Wow. And the top room was seating audience members on the stage. So they had oh, you wow. had behind you to the right and the sides of you. It was really it was just like, God damn. But, you know, these aren't comedy fans. These are, like, right. tourists. We're, yeah. we're uh, headed east, and they got <laughs> by a, a barker uh, to the left, and then they accidentally walked into the comedy room. So it just felt, like, exhausting, like, level one 
you know, just mm -hmm. just very helpfully serving every single joke into their mouth, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm feeding a baby, pretending <laughs> and then, you know, shoving it down their throats. It, it didn't feel, I didn't feel like I came up with tags or anything. I was just like survival mode. I worked on so much new stuff last night at my, I had a seven o'clock show and both shows had a lot of comics before me. Mm -hmm. Like the first, the one on Friday night had five comics everyone doing tens and one person doing 15 okay and the one last night the most you can handle and last night it was three comics doing tens and two comics doing 15s oh and then and a full and hour 45 yeah was which i ended up doing 55 because i missed the light in both cases and i got kind of because i i i had just been to seattle Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want, I wanted to make sure I worked on whatever new stuff I could come up with. Yeah. And so I never saw the light. And I was like, well, here's this premise. I wonder if I'm going to be a genius in the moment. Turns out, no. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> oh, too funny. But, um, but I did work. I do have it. I have another new premise. It's always nice when I have a premise about something that feels kind of covered. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this will play. This will play in Peoria. This will play everywhere. And it's about driving. But it's, and and so, a driving bit. Look, I'm back. I'm back. I can Far do one-nighters again. Uh, yeah, I mean, you need bits. You need jokes that offset other jokes that are, you know. You really do. I swear to God, that's exactly yeah. what I, yeah. I was like, there's, I have so many jokes that are slightly intense. And, um, yeah, and then, yeah. then the audience starts going, is she a Dan LaCrat? Like you may, you, may <laughs> you are, or you don't say you're a liberal or progressive, but they uh, start suspecting you. And then you talk about driving and they're like, she's like us. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Um, my dad once said to me, people know that you're, uh, you ever get in any trouble for any of that political stuff? And I said, Dad, I don't, my stuff is sociopolitical more than anything. And have you looked at me? I mean, people look at me and they're like, what's she going to do, vote? I'm terrified. And uh, <laughs> so they mostly leave me alone. And, but, so this week I am doing, I have a, a, a it's like a, it's not a private, but it's down in Dana Point. It's at the Waldorf Astoria. It's sort of a local, it's a local gig. Oh, okay. That a comic books. And um, I'm opening for a guy named Kayvon. Do you know Kayvon? Um, I know the name. I don't know. He looks like kind of, he looks John Mulaney-ish. He's got kind of a skinny, shiny. Is he coming over from TikTok? I think he's stand-up, stand-up. Okay. Yeah. Um, Julie... Arendale, I think is the host and the booker. And I accidentally hit reply all. And so I got the hotel, which is the venue in with me asking about, you know, too, too much logistics. And so she emailed me back. She said, Hey, just me, just don't. And I was like, I am so sorry. I did not realize. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, troublesome reply alls in comedy recently. Everyone oh my God. The fact who they're replying to before they hit send. That's all. Yeah. The fact that that improv reply all thing came back. It still keeps going. <laughs> I was like, please, I I want to go up, but I, 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 I don't know how to stop. I, well, and I, I don't, I think we might be out of clever answers, but people keep reviving it. Uh, you know, some comic will come back and start it, kick it off again. So, uh, but well, you know. What, what's your face? 
was giving guff. Did you see that guff? Um, uh, oh, yeah. Right. That, right. She was just like, thanks for, you know, don't yeah. shit on other people's careers. And uh, and she's kind of famous, right? That comic I just typed. Sure. And, um, yeah. and she was like, don't shit on other people's careers. And you're like, I... I don't think I'm shitting on someone's career by saying that Bill Cosby's a monster, you know, and I'm using Bill Cosby as an example for a, a lesser that's, monster. That's not the yeah. Example. yeah, but it's yeah. it's almost an all lives matter type of thing. Like very much an all lives matter. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? It's, uh, I don't know. Uh, there, It's just how, you kind of go, how many things do how many fucking piece the piles of shit do i want to step in this week <laughs> i don't, don't want right. to step in any for a while i just want to do stand up and work on jokes that's you know yep for me right now you're typing you're typing feverishly i'm so i am i am so i had a conversation awesome. about about comics and other comics and opinions right. and then the will smith chris rock thing came up with this one get that this guy yeah. and i was like yeah, I just, I just was hoping to get, I was hoping to fill my August. Can anybody, can someone just, can someone just book me with some road work? Are you, were you supposed to, since you, are, are you supposed to talk to female comedians that are causing trouble, Jackie? Is that uh, your... uh, well, I guess I'm not supposed to work places because bad guys work places, but you know, uh, I don't know who everyone else, nobody, as I've said it a thousand times, I don't know who you work for. Do you work for Gandhi? You don't. You don't work for Gandhi. I don't work for Gandhi either. And if I don't take the work, they will book a straight white guy. They will. Or just another female comic, you know? I mean... Well, they might book another female comic, but right. they're they're the odds are they're going to book the squeaky white boy wheel. Yeah, although I, I think the... the, the... That whole situation you're talking about isn't demanding that that female comics stop working certain places at all, and but I've always believed that uh, that uh, we should never be taking ourselves out of any sort of stand up arena because the industry will take us out on their own. <laughs> we don't have to right. help. Them, not right. Both. I don't. Right. Exactly. It was. Um, but being in Seattle, talking to all those young comics that are that are up there. Because there's so many rooms up there now. They said that they have at least two open mics a night. That's awesome. That would be a great city to move to if you're a young comic. Yeah. I mean, unaffordable shit. Seattle. Fuck. I wonder. Right. Where... It's not super cheap, but um, a lot of them live in Tacoma, which oh, is about 45 minutes away. Yeah. And, um, but there's, I was, uh, yeah. And there's a new comedy club in Tacoma too. Is it? Room. You think there's the one that's like that next door to the Tacoma Comedy Club? There were it's oh, like right, right. on Saturdays. Is it a different room from that one? There's an, a different I can't remember. I, I remember they have a bunch of alt shows in Tacoma now. There's some really killer booker comics working out there who are really gonna blow the city up. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I should definitely because I like I like they don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's like if you live it there, it's great. But for you to come up as a headliner, it's right, right. Like I, I would love to do. Like I have a really good friend who lives in Spokane, and I'd yeah. like to do Spokane, but I also need to make a certain. I have to make a certain amount of money. So, sure. yep, so that it doesn't cost me money mm -hmm. to do stand up comedy, which is oh. always a disappointment. I understand, uh, Jackie. I I'm do just... believe after. Uh, 
three decades you're allowed to make money at what you <laughs> let's let's take a quick break maybe there'll be some money at this break okay hi my name is graham clark and i'm one half of the podcast stop podcasting yourself a show that we've recorded for many many years and uh, at the moment instead of being in person we're recording remotely and uh, you wouldn't even notice you don't even notice the lag That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. And, okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Oh, my gosh. You guys, Jackie Cation here, Green Chef. This is a Green Chef ad. Uh, they make eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. That's right. Like my lifestyle. Lori's got a lifestyle. Even yeah. Kyle has a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, lifestyles, JK. <laughs> <laughs> Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Now the other way around. That were, that'd be where you would be working for dinner. <laughs> with Green Chef, you get organic ingredients, sustainably, sustainably sourced produce. And so you can feel great about what you're eating and how to get it on your table. And they offer 24 always changing recipes to choose from every week. So you don't have to get bored. You don't get bored. So there is a, it's a, it was a kale chili thing uh, with chicken, spicy chili, ginger, chicken, kale salad. So yeah. So with the, there was a marinade. Uh, there was, everything was pre-cut up. It was delicious. It made kale tasty. So that that's my current favorite green chef recipe. So there you go. Uh, Lori cooks with her family. I sometimes just make Andy make it because it's only <laughs> twenty minutes, <laughs> and he doesn't care sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but they are they're pretty quick, and everything is nice and. I, it, they use as little plastic as possible, and I appreciate yeah, and you it. You can't mess it up. They tell you exactly where to put everything, and yes, it always tastes good. And is it is it too rude to say it's idiot proof? Because I feel like an idiot, <laughs> and it's interesting. It's more interesting than the same nine things that I cook over and over again. So if you go to greenchef.com slash Jackie Laurie one thirty and use that code Jackie Laurie one thirty, you'll get one hundred thirty dollars off plus free shipping. So it's greenchef.com slash Jackie Laurie one thirty with the code Jackie Laurie one thirty and get one hundred thirty dollars off plus free shipping. And then let's do comic of the week, which uh, I just watched. One of her jokes was so freaking funny, the clip that I ended up seeing. But it is our comic of the week. Where is she? How did I lose her? Uh, Rena Hundred. Yeah, that's it. Rena Hundred, and it's R E N A H U N D E R T. And um, the bit I was just essentially about saying I love you to somebody and sort of what how some the bad way to respond it was uh it was such a great bit it was so it was just a just a, a that was my favorite one that's the favorite nugget i've seen so find rena hundred and book her. live in la kyle did you figure that out oh uh, yes in los angeles yeah oh, cool. she's the la comic right yeah yeah um, awesome. so awesome. super funny um, yes find her worker you got it and uh and give her lots of work yeah for sure rena hundred and Robin Tran had a funny, just a funny joke. I'm like, oh, that was, that was right there, and she found it. And and many of us have let this one uh, just fly around our heads, and not she just grabbed it, or she just let she something about like 
the thing I don't the thing I like about when men are having sex with each other, it's like at least they're not bothering any women. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Oh God, it's like the crimes that aren't being committed. (laughs) It's so such a relief. That's funny. The hotel that uh, we stayed at, Ron and I, and any number of other people, I don't know who else was there actually, but um, it was kind of the perfect hotel situation because first of all, the room had a pool, had a, had a, had a bathtub. We got to love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right across the street from a Whole Foods. Oh my God. That's perfect. So Ron and I walked out with and around the corner from an IHOP that Ron wanted to go to yesterday morning, but a Saturday morning, that's not happening. So we we walk in, the wait is 40 minutes. We walk out, we walk across the street to Whole Foods and we go get, you know, essentially, I think I got a cranberry muffin and a cup of coffee at at, at a place where you can, because it's Whole Foods. Yeah, and it was uh, it was just it was kind of a perfect storm. Of that's, that's a gig road. you wish was like a Tuesday through Sunday, right? Right? Because like I, yeah. oh, I there were so many things. I've been to so many towns recently where I'm only there for a, like a, two nights, one day. You can't even get to know it. You can't even right. find a, a favorite coffee shop to have. Right, and I really want to. Because <laughs> I really, one of the cool things about stand up is getting to go to towns. Yeah. And um, so. Yeah, we used to go to a town and just have days and days with nothing to do and no internet or nothing to distract us, basically. So you just kind of fucked around and went to the mall and saw movies and, you know, you went out. You didn't stay in your room all day. Do you remember that joke, that joke from the 90s where that, I forget who the feature was. It was, I forget who did this joke. Augie Smith would remember, but it was this guy who said, people say, what'd you do today? What, did you have a good day? And I said, well, I went to the mall and I watched the headliners spend money. And uh, <laughs> very funny. I thought that that was a great. Um, um, Augie Smith was really up in uh, people's asses about me. You know, he, he, he apparently was really, you know, going in, like finding shit on Facebook and uh, arguing with people and stuff. He, he said that there's there, a bunch of people had, there was a post about me and my mom and people had found that oh. and were coming in on that and calling me a baby killer or whatever, or a horrible person. And he was right. me. So thank you, Augie. Thank you, Augie Smith. Yeah. Um, it's fun to defend people that you like. It's hard to yeah. get in because that just uh i did kind of go in on a few facebook through oh some guy i forgot to say some guy um he he has like an internet show like a youtube channel show right and so i was a segment on his show and he he sent me the link to it and i'm like you piece of shit i'm not even (laughs) he sent you the link i know yeah 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 i mean but here's the thing oh i did click on it and an ad started and i'm like i'm not helping you make money fuck Goodbye. You turn the ads on. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, and whenever there's ads, you have to answer all these questions. Is there anything hateful? Is this made for children? Has it got anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no he, he, you have to take time out of day to add an ad to. Right. Answer your, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I have, I have this to say. Are you, are you on the road much this month? This in for me 
Uh, I'm in Los Angeles for about two weeks. So, um, yeah, I just, cause I, I've been gone for quite a bit and I've missed a bunch of my son's life, which I don't love. And, uh, so, uh, I'm home for about two weeks and then, me too. Um, me too. Yeah. And then I think I'm actually home for a month. Um, though I did ask my manager or agent if, um, if there, if he could check with the big chains, see if there was anybody at a fallout, because <laughs> that's what I would enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I would enjoy subbing for anyone. Does yeah. Ian Bag have to take a break? Because I would love to go do an improv. Working every gig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, because my next gig is, my next out of town, is the run with Brian Regan at the end of June. Oh, cool. Well, you know, you have some time at home. How's everything uh, coming along with the the new bathroom, prepping for your mom-in-law, et cetera? Right. There's, uh, well, I'm going to start, we're going to have to consolidate a bunch of dishes, obviously. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know, I don't like some of our dishes, and I like her dishes. So that's a win. Who doesn't like Fiesta wear? I like Fiesta wear. So I, she's been collecting it for 60 years. I know the name, but I can't, I can't visualize it right it's now. It's a sort of a, it's a chunky, um, brightly colored. Oh, okay. It's a party. It's a festival. Yeah. You as have a party at your house, a rummy cub party and yeah. wear, and we'll sure. play. All the things will happen. She's got, Andy bought a couple of these, uh, sort of, uh, we, we got to get more counter space cause she has a lot of, machinery mm-hmm. she has a microwave i don't know she uses it all the time we don't ever we don't have a microwave you don't have counter space for a microwave though right 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 so andy bought these things that should expand our counter space okay. in the kitchen but they have to be put together i've i just asked kyle if he's ever if he has any interest in putting together a <laughs> uh, what what is she keeping it in her bedroom? Does she? Is it stuff that she has like uh, before she goes to bed, like hot tea or something like that? Or is she cooking meals in the microwave? Well, she's got a lot of. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna move her in with too much of her stuff. Okay. And then we're gonna cull it down, just because I have a my stepmother threw away all of my grandmother's stuff when oh she my moved God. in with her. And we're, we're all still furious about it. Nancy's been dead for 10 years. Uh, my grandmother's been dead for 20. Oh. So, uh, but we're still, we're still mad. Yeah. And, and, and so I don't, I don't want to throw away a bunch of stuff that she might want, you know, or that someone might want, right? Or Andy might want later. Yeah. Well, his nephew, Thomas, uh, yeah. and his girlfriend, I just, uh, I was just talking to his girlfriend and I said, do you guys, cause uh, Fran and Chris, Andy's moms bought one of those close and play uh, record player CD player. You know, they look like an old timey record player, but they're also a CD player. Okay. And, you, and they bought it back in the nineties to burn all their albums to CDs. Oh yeah. 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 And, uh, and it was actually Thomas's job to burn all their albums to CDs when he was a kid. <laughs> and he did a bunch of them. He did like 50 of them. But, um, but I was like, do you guys want a record player? And they're a hipster. So they do. They do want that record player. What about uh, what about sticking the microwave under a counter? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, under a cup, like a, a cabinet, like the the, the uh, bottom of a cabinet. So it's like just hanging over. Oh, suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There might be a way. There might be a way. Um, 
yeah, there's a there's a bunch of different there's there's lots of plans, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. <laughs> and so all I know is that we don't have a lot of we have a lot of stuff and it's not a big space. Yeah. But I, I want to share that space. Yeah. And um, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I did say to her though, uh, we were I I stayed a couple of nights with her and. I was like, you know, we're going to, the three of us were in her house. And I was like, you're going to get to see Grumpy, Grumpy Jackie. You're going to, it's going to happen. And um, I'm, you, you will hear these words come from me. I love you, but I have to fuck off. <laughs> and um, and make sure and, you tell her to fuck off. That's right. Uh, I, no, I, I will be, I'll be taking a lap. I'll be taking a lap yeah. um, just because I'll need a little solo time. <laughs> And yeah. it doesn't mean I don't love her. It just means I need to take a lot. <laughs> Do you, what about getting a storage unit? No? Yes. Yes. Something I always swore we'd never do, but this right. actually makes sense to some extent because it will be a lot of her stuff and a lot of stuff that, that will reincorporate into our lives 10 years from now when she dies. Uh, wow too much info but whatever it's true i mean i I, I had a lot of my mom's stuff in storage for about two years and then we we finally just went through and i i put some stuff uh in an the attic i guess whatever the little crawl spaces and um you know and then i had to get rid of my dad's computers and i i have like 50 backups of each computer and it's all engineering stuff so i don't even know what but i was like i don't want to miss anything and so i just you know, backing things up over and over again onto portable hard drives. I have so many of them that probably have duplicate information. That's not of interest to me because it's about <laughs> right. Tehran, right? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's the a, CIA might care. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've let them know what I have. I do have old eight millimeter of Tehran of my parents hanging out in Tehran. It's kind of cool. Man, you got to get that digitized. I did. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, yeah. good, good. That's okay. it all off to Costco. It's all digitized. Oh, um, I think she's a member of Costco. We might have Costco. There might be there might be some Costco. I was just in Burbank. Um. Yeah. Well, there's. There's Costco, there's one down the block from us, but we had a Costco account when we got married uh-huh. and I, and we bought silverware. We bought like plasticware for like some picnic okay. and it lasted for like 10 years. <laughs> there's, for, there's everything's so big at Costco and, um, yeah, Jackie. yeah welcome that's to their Costco. hook. That's you- their hook. <laughs> I am so tired. I, I know. Where are we at? Kyle? Uh, are we at we second got, break? We got about, oh yeah, let's do that. Perfect. Second break. Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. And now where are we? We got about <laughs> 10 minutes left. Oh, we're doing it. 
I have I got two days of just very minimal sleep, and uh, I just feel like shit. Well, look, Ron Lynch wanted me to do his one of his his shows last night, like, mm-hmm. and it was just called Crapshoot, and it was it wasn't really stand up. It was supposed to be like you could do anything weird because it's Ron mm-hmm. Lynch, and Ron Lynch loves to do awesome weird stuff, Let's right? Do not stand up. <laughs> it's, very funny. it's very funny, crazy, weird shit. It's, yeah. Well, it, yeah, I had a really good time with him. And um, even though he's from Boston, he to me is a, a quintessential uh, San Francisco comic. I agree, hard agree. And yeah. so, um, but so, but my show was at seven, so it was done by nine. I was done by nine. My flight was at five thirty this morning because really? I'm not smart, and so I had to get. A, a lift at three thirty. Oh my god! Wait, and no, at four o'clock. So I had to get up at three thirty. So my lift at four o'clock, and um, so he wanted me to do a show that was at ten thirty, and I was like, "Well, how much time?" And he goes, "Less than five minutes." And Less I said, than five? What? Yeah. I said, "Oh, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm canceling. I'm not doing." I'm going to destroy myself for thirty minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't know. If it would have been 10, I probably would have stayed up. <laughs> Ron Lynch is so funny. All of his shows start at, at the very earliest, 10.30 at night. But often they start at 1 in the morning or something. <laughs> right, and he is as old as we are, if not older. And yeah. just like, you're like, what are you he doing? He's a night owl. He knows himself. He is a night owl. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... I, uh, I'm watching this, uh, series called Tehran on Apple TV. Oh, you're looking for, looking for engineering feats of your father's. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, they must shoot it in, in California because I, I, from what I'm, I understand, like California and Iran have similar landscapes, parts, parts of it. Uh, but they do have these incredible drone shots that I think are Tehran because they're presented as Tehran. I'm like, why wouldn't they be? They they probably just have some. I don't know how you get footage from that country. Is but, it? Um, it's 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 what good. kind of show is it? Yeah, what kind of show? It's, okay, it's a uh, Israeli um, spy for uh, the Mossad. She works for Mossad. She uh, is dropped into Tehran to stop some sort of sort of nuclear thing. And then, you know, it's a lot of madcap capers. Uh, <laughs> she and the Iranian guy, uh, they hook up and, you know, now they're running from, sometimes they're running from her handlers and sometimes they're running from the Iranian police. And everyone is humanized. Um oh. And the, the, yeah, the, it's funny because the Iranian uh, head of like intelligence, who you know in real life just you know kills people on a daily basis, this guy casually like him. Yeah, you know? even though you see him be incredibly violent to people, he also has a wife that you know is uh, you know that he he's always trying to take care of, who's sickly and stuff like that. You're like, all right, you know this is this guy's job is to be a sociopath, and he somehow turns it off at night. Which, I, <laughs> uh, I, I saw the ad for it and i was like is this like burn notice but set in tehran that's what i wanted it to be i don't know what burn notice is but i, I like i i would love to go to iran but i think i never i i, I can't imagine a world where an american tourist would be welcome <laughs> to just uh you know tootle around tehran but um so this i feel like this is as close as i'll get to visiting it Right. I definitely want to travel again. 
Everybody, yeah. nobody's wearing masks anymore. Oh my God. So, no, on, on the flight this morning, there's a fucking infant in the front row at bul in Bulkhead. So everyone right. had to walk by the infant. And breathe and on it. People still want to wear a mask. That This baby can't wear a mask. Oh, it's yep. so, so infuriating. And can't be, can't be inoculated. And, yeah, um, this yeah. baby is completely uh, vulnerable to uh, your aerosols, and you still won't wear a mask. That really we're, right. We're in the middle of this petri dish. Yeah, I wore a mask the whole all the trip. Yeah, um, but I, but only in the plane for some reason. Only in the airport and the plane. In 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 restaurants and stores and 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 cities and stuff. It's off and on with me. I've I've kind of gotten over it, but I do like the idea. I may wear a mask forever on planes, just because I don't want your cold either. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't want. I was. I felt like I was the only one at the stand that had a mask on last night. Uh, yeah, and um, comic wise, and I don't remember seeing any audience members with them, which is weird because New York's having an upswing, but people, I don't know, they just don't care. I just. You know, we just don't know. Uh, I've said this before, but if you get COVID, one, two, three, four, five, five mild cases, you, I mean, what do you think your old age is going to be like? I don't know. Well, I've taken to asking people how many people in the audience had have never gotten it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, uh, and uh, and different, you know, it's, it's weird. Last night uh, at the forum in they were actually checking people vaccination cards and you yeah. had to wear masks. Oh, okay. At the forum. Awesome. They were enforcing that at, but the night before at club comedy, they were not doing any of that. Yeah. And so it was very few people in that crowd had not gotten it, but almost the entire crowd at the forum had not gotten it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so the people who were willing to go to the Vax Max mask show, they didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I wear it up until like my name is announced and then I take it off and then I get off stage and I put it back on. Yeah. Well, and the, and the, and the club comedy one, there was a woman in the front row, I think it was, who said, I've had it twice. Uh, and I was like, well, then you're, you've had, you get it for me. Good for you. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter was debating the existence of long COVID. And they were like, I think I might have my fourth case, but I'm fine. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I I know friends, I have friends that smoke and they're not, they're not dying of lung cancer right now. So I guess they <laughs> won't ever. I mean, what do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you, so you're in town. Are you doing sets this week? Yeah. In fact, tonight, Monday, I'm at the dynasty. I'm doing Randy Feltface. He's the puppet that I work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. He, um, in Canada, he's doing like a talk show. So it's me, Atsuko, uh, somebody else too. Um, and we're all guests on, on like a late night show. Uh, oh, fun. The puppet's hosting. The puppet's really funny, very sarcastic, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, nice, good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, spotlets here and there. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I'm, I, oh, I'm going to do comedy magic is back open. What? It's open. It's it's open on Friday. I'm gonna do the APM show. They're booking it. Is it? It's not Richard again, yeah. is it? Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that's good news. That's good news. Um, yeah. Wow. So set there, and then I'm gonna do 
run up and do Pasadena Comedy Club, which I don't, I've never worked at before. It's not the Ice House, is it? No, 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 no. It's just called Pasadena Comedy Club. It might be, it New? might be a four wall, as Jackie Cation likes to say. I, I haven't been there yet. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, report next week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're at an hour. We definitely are. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.